0: Shalom Aleichem, like we have started talking about Moshe Rabbeinu from the wonderful book The Words of the Days of Moshe Rabbeinu Alava Shalom We will continue tonight as well, Bezat Hashem, to read a little bit more on, uh, on his life mission So Hashem brought the plagues, 10 that considers as 250 plagues Um, on the people of Egypt after they refused to listen to the voice of Moshe. First plague he brought on them, that was the plague of blood. And uh, it was all injustice, and that's the reason why he's mentioning it here, to explain to us that the reason why the first plague was of blood was because they were preventing the children of Israel um, to go to the mikveh and we know that we have that uh, mitzvah that obligation to purify ourselves from nida from the impurity of nida that is the blood of uh, women in time of their uh, cycle that after seven clean days from the time of end of the cycle they need to go to the mikveh and therefore because they stopped the children of israel from going to mikveh Therefore, HaKadosh Baruch Hu brought the plague of blood upon them. The second plague He brought on them was the frog. That frogs were falling um, to their rooms, to their yards, to their barns, to their beds, and jumping and dancing and making their noises inside their guts. They were speaking from inside their stomachs. And the plague of frog... In that aspect was the hardest one of them all and therefore he brought the frog why Hashem brought the frog because that the Egyptians were saying to the people of Israel you should go and hunt fish go fish fish for us therefore Hashem brought the frog because that Hashem sent them Uh, Because that the Egyptians were abusing the people of Israel to go to the water and to fish to hunt for them, therefore the plague of frog came as well from the water. The third plague that came was uh, lice. Um, Those small tiny bugs that are walking on the heads of people biting them, biting their flesh, and leaving those small marks on their flesh. So there was, an very, like, it, the, the amount of lice that fell down from, from like, from, that was covering the earth was that tall, like uh, 30 centimeters um, or something like that that the land was full of those uh, lice. And even if the Egyptians were wearing clean outfits, immediately they were all full with those lice because the Egyptians were saying to the people of Israel, go and clean our houses and our yards and our markets. And therefore all their streets and all their houses and all their markets became full of lice. The fourth plague that the Creator brought upon the Egyptians was, and it's called, Arov. Arov are the wild animals and predators that came and attacked the Egyptians. Lions, wolves, tigers, bears, and all kinds of bad animals were coming into the houses of the Egyptians, closing the doors of their houses, and the Creator would send an animal from the ground that uh, its name is Silonim. I believe that that animal, the word Silonim is not a word that is being used today in Hebrew, but I, um, I assume that that um, word Silonim sounds like chasilonim. This is a word that we are using today. And I think that the animal that is called Silonim is is um, a squid. I think that um, an octopus, um, I think that this is the the animal that is t- being talked here and it would enter. So if people, so now I understand that I was um, wrong in the way I wrote it, I read it. So again, I'm gonna read lions, wolves, tigers, bears, and bad animals would enter to the houses of the Egyptians. And so when I read it in the first time, I read that the animals would lock the doors, like they were closing themselves inside their houses. But now I can see that I might read it in a wrong way. and. I think that the real right way to read it is to say that the if the Egyptians themselves were closing their doors, so they were blocking the entrance of the wild animals from the doors, so Akadosh Baruch Hu was sending an animal from the ground, that its name was Silonim, that is that octopus, and it would enter from the windows and opening the doors and the animals, the bears, the tigers, the lions, the wolves were entering into the houses and eating the Egyptians um, in their houses. And why HaKadosh Baruch Hu brought that horrible plague to the Egyptians? Because they were forcing the Israeli people to be shepherds of their, the Egyptians' animals. And therefore, like they forced them for free. Go and do this, do that. Like they were bossing us around. We were slaves over there in Egypt. Therefore, the Creator brought Arov, the animals that will come. Dever is the fifth plague that all their animals died. The Creator brought the fifth plague that all the animals of the Egyptians died and it's called Dever. The sixth plague that he brought on them is Shechin. Shechin is a skin disease, um, like uh, very itchy wounds in the skin, something horrible, a lot of pain, a lot of suffering for the skin and the bodies of the Egyptians. Men and cattle. And why did he brought the shin on them? Because the Egyptians were saying, fix for us bathtubs to pleasure our bodies and ourselves. They were forcing the people of Israel to build houses for them. Therefore, the Creator made their flesh, instead of being pleasured um, to suffer. And um, they were suffering so badly that they were rubbing their skin and itching their skin in a great way, in a horrible way that was very painful for them. The seventh plague that he brought on them was Barad. How in the world ice from the sky? How do you say Barad in English? I don't know. Frozen rain. Do you know how you say that in English? Is someone generous here on uh, Facebook to share in the comments how you say Barad Hail the word is hail he brought the hail and why did he HaKadosh Baruch Hu, brought the hail on the Egyptians because that the Egyptians were saying to the people of Israel go and plow our fields and seed and plant our fields therefore the creator brought the hail to break their trees and their seeds the eighth plague that Akadosh Baruch Hu brought was Arbe what is Arbe? Arbe is like grasshoppers but I think that there is a better word than grasshoppers Arbe locust Plague locust, okay. So that was the plague, and their teeth and jaws were like the jaws of a lion. Those loco locos um, was biting with jaws like a lion. And why did the Creator brought that animal in the Egyptians? Because the Egyptians were saying to the people of Israel. Go and plant trees for us and preserve their fruits. Means you're going to do all the work for us. You're going to plant, you're going to work, you're going to make sure that all the fruits are being picked on time and you're going to save them for us. Therefore, the Creator brought the locust to the Egyptian people for it to eat all that was left from the hail. Plague. The ninth plague that came on the Egyptians that Akadosh Hu brought in the Egyptians is darkness. Choshech, darkness of hell. A person who would stand was not able to sit because of the heaviness of the darkness. And why did Akadosh Hu brought darkness in the Egyptians? Because they were crying on the people of Israel and Akadosh Hu wanted to kill. Oh because there there were criminals in Israel now the reason for the plague of darkness was because that there were criminals from the people of Israel and Akadosh Baruch Hu wanted to kill them to punish those criminals of Israel but he did not wanted that the people of Israel will have shame so he wanted to bring darkness for three days. And in those three days of darkness, he made all the criminals of Israel uh, punished. For the Egyptians will not see the defeat of Israel and will be happy for their sorrow. The 10th plague is the plague of the death of all the elders in all Egypt. And our holy sages said, before the Takadosh Baruch Hu brought that plague, that all their elders' children will die, Moshe went to Pharaoh and told him, You should know that the, el- the, the, the firstborn children of the Egyptians will die in that night. And Pharaoh started to make jokes, to laugh at Moses, and told him, Do you know how many firstborns there are in Egypt? Not even three hundred. So Pharaoh told him the small amount of children that are firstborn are is very very small because they had very large families. So in every family you have only one firstborn, and all the rest of the Egyptians were. Not firstborn, so he was not worried. He said, "Like okay, we're gonna lose those three hundred, okay." But they did not know that not only those ones that were known as firstborn um, were first were the real firstborns, because they were full. The Egyptians were full of lusts, and they were all cheating each other. And every one of the children in all the, like, and many, many of the children in all the families were or first born to his father or first born to his mother. means that many men went to different houses and had relationship with other women. So second born child of that woman was a first born child of another man. So... Unfortunately the Egyptians were in such filthy and horrible level that many many died in their houses and their stink was revealed in that plague and Moshe went to the elder one to the elder ones and said Moshe went out like to the city and said ko amar adonai that's what hashem said As midnight will come, I am living inside Egypt. I go out of Egypt. And every firstborn will die in the land of Egypt. Immediately, each and every one of them went to their fathers and said, You should know that all the plagues that Moshe talked about, they all came. And now he is saying that every firstborn will die in the land of Egypt. What are we going to do? So their fathers told them, Go to Pharaoh, because he himself is a firstborn. Maybe he can save you. Immediately the firstborns went to Pharaoh and told him, Set that people go. That if you will not set them free tonight, all the firstborns of the Egyptians will die. Pharaoh answered them, Who told you to come and talk to me? So they answered to him, our fathers told us that thing. So Pharaoh answered them, Go and kill your fathers. And I am telling you, def- like, You should all go and kill your parents. And I'm telling you, Or my soul will go, Or the souls of the Israeli people will go. Means that Pharaoh said, It's me or them. I'm fighting all the way. I'm not back enough. I'm I'm not letting them go. And so he's asking those firstborns, do you want to tell me um, to set them free? They are threatening me. I'm gonna fight them all the way. You want me to lose? You want me to set them free? So what did the firstborns of Egypt said? each and every one of them took his sword like the king pharaoh commanded them and they killed their fathers like it says in the verse Lemake mitzrayim that they create that the verse is saying Lemake mitzrayim that hakadosh who hit Egypt with their elders so Simply, we're going to understand that verse, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu hit the firstborns. But the deeper meaning that that verse is showing to us, is hinting us on, is that the Egyptians were hit by their firstborn um, children, and then the firstborns died as well. And then in the half of the night, Hashem hit every firstborn in the animals and, the an, and in the men and in the animals that were left. And even their shape that was imprinted, Hakadosh Baruchu erased it. So even if there was kind of a portrait or any kind of sign of that elder one, like a picture on the wall, Hakadosh Baruchu erased that picture. And they lend silver and gold and horses and fabrics and clothings and dresses. Like HaKadosh Baruch who said to Avraham Avinu, to our main um, father. Also, and here is the, the verse. Also the nation that your children will uh, be slave for, will work for, I am judging. And after the time will finish for the children of Israel to stay in Egypt, I'm going to judge the people who forced them to be slaves, to work. And then they will go out with great property. They will go with wealth. So the verse predicted that. Hashem revealed in prophecy the truth that will take place to Avraham. And then... He took them out of Egypt with silver and gold and no one of his tribes was, um, fa- was falling, was failing. And when HaKadosh Baruch Hu took the Israeli people out of Egypt, they remembered the oath that Yosef, the righteous man, the child of Yaakov, made them promise to him. And he said, one day... Pakod Elohim when Hashem one day will save you and he will <speaking in Hebrew> you will take my bones from here from Egypt with you. So Moshe wrote the holy explained name of Hashem. He wrote the name of Hashem and threw it into the Nile and he wrote on that on that note, where he wrote the name of Hashem, Ale shu rise, the, the animal that is called a bull, an animal that is representing Yosef. Immediately, the coffin that Yosef was buried inside float above the Nile, and they took the coffin of Yosef with them. And also the coffins of all the heads of the holy tribes, um, the children of Jacob, they brought with them. And therefore, in Israel today, you can see many of the graves of the holy um, heads of the tribes, the children of Yaakov, the grave of Dan ben Yaakov is close to Jerusalem, in Esh- in close to Eshtaol, close to Bechemish and the tribe of Binyamin and the tribe of um, um, the tribe of uh, um, which other tribes we know. We have Dan ben Yaakov, and we have Yosef haTzaddik, the righteous man that is buried in uh, in uh, Shchem, and more. And um, there there are like arguments and conversations on where those graves are. Located, because you know that um, thousands of years passed since then. But thank God that they were buried in the land of Israel, the land of Israel that was given to Israel and to Israel and his children. And each and every one got um, their father, like the tribes were carrying the coffins, the beds of their fathers and went with them to the desert, went out of um, Egypt and many other foreign people went out with them and sat in the desert. Many people that were suffering And under the kingship of the Egyptians in Egypt that they were also slaves for the Egyptians they were set free in that night as well and joined the people of Israel so those people said we know that Moshe said that we will walk for three days into the desert now Let's go and sleep and wake up early. If tomorrow they will come back, so it's good, we'll join them. If they're going to come back, like after two days, so they said tomorrow, if they will go back, let's join them. And if not, if they're going to stay in the desert, we'll fight with them. And when that day came, the next day came, they said to Moshe, That today he needs to celebrate because it's already three days like he promised to Pharaoh. So now it's a time to go back to Egypt. We're going back. So Moshe told them, Hashem told us, you will never gonna see them again. So those people from different nations that were slaves in Egypt said to Moshe, you cheated your master. You betrayed Pharaoh, that is your master. Immediately they started to fight with the people of Israel. The people of Israel stood up against them and killed many of them. And the ones who left, who did not die, ran back to Pharaoh and told him that the people of Israel ran away from Egypt and not planning to come back so the people of egypt started to run after the israeli people and found them standing in front of the red sea they ran after them pharaoh and all his army were all drowned in the sea none of them left but pharaoh the king of egypt that he himself admitted his mistake and thanked Hashem that he believed that was a live God, that is a live God, and believed in him. And on that, the verse is saying, Adonai HaTzadik VeAni VeAmi Harsha'im." Pharaoh said, Hashem, he is righteous, and me and my people are evil. So HaKadosh Baruch Hu commanded the angel Michael and the angel Gabriel, the ministers of the sky, to take him out of the uh, sea, and to take him out to a place, the large city that is called Ninveh. And Pharaoh was the king on Ninveh for 400 years. Hashem lengthened his life and he lived 400 years. And the children of Israel came to the desert and Amalek, the son of Eliphaz, the son of Esav, came to fight with them in the desert. And with him 100 thousand and eighty-seven um, thousand people. All of them were black magicians and they knew how to make the spell that is called of Vidi Means that they had dark powers to connect themselves to the dead. And Hashem gave all of them in the hand of Moses, his slave, and in the hand of Yeshua, his student. And they defeated them with the sword and the Kenani, the king of arad came to fight with the people of israel as well and also Sichon and og all of them came and fell under the hands of israel like all the enemies of israel there is nothing that people around the world descendants of those horrible people that are hating israel in their guts There is nothing that they can do to change the code of nature, the simple will of the Creator that the people of Israel will stay here and will win and will reveal the light and will be lighthouse to the nations and will be the ones to open the gates of the third temple in the mountain of Hashem, the temple mount over there, the third temple will be built soon. So in the Third month they came to Mount Sinai, and Akadosh Baruch Hu gave us his Torah, the Holy Torah, and spoke with us from the sky. And we built a mishkan, like a tent, and a tent, and the ark, and the altar. The altar to sacrifice sacrifices, and Aaron and his children were. Um, sacrificing and atoning the sins of Israel, and they went in the desert for 40 years. Their dresses and their coverings were not worn out, and their shoes were not um, um, was growing on their on their feet, and they were eating for 40 years in the desert food from the sky that is called man. And in the 40th year, in the first month, in the 10th day of the month, Miriam, the sister of Moshe, died. May her memory be blessed. And in the 12th month, in the 7th day of it, Moshe Rabenu alava shalom passed away that he was 120 years old, and he was buried by Hashem in the valley, in front of the place that was called Beit Peor. Beit Peor was a place for people worshiping idols, and Moshe was buried in front of that place for him to always stand there and to fight the spiritual war that was needed against the darkness that Beit Peor is presenting. And Hashem established Yeshua as the leader on the people of Israel. And he passed the people of Israel, the river of the Jordan, the Jordan River, and took the land of 31 kings. There were 31 kings controlling the land of Israel. And Yoshua conquered the land of Israel gave it back to the Israeli people after that it was abandoned for the years that the people of Israel were in Egypt, the land that was promised to Yaakov, to Yitzhak, and to Avraham, our fathers. And he divided and gave it to the people of Israel, to their tribes. And the rest of the words of Moshe Rabbeinu and that he did, they are all written on in the book that is called Divrei Hayashar. The Sefer Hayashar, it's, I assume that it's that wonderful book um, that I have that is called Sefer Hayashar. I read for you a little bit about that book. And Bezat Hashem, soon we will read from it again. Thank you so much for listening. May Hashem bless you to believe in yourselves and to understand your greatness, the people of Israel. Be strong. Yeah.